In today's show, I'm looking ahead to week 18, the All-Star Week. In the NBA for fantasy basketball, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, more odds and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. It's week 18. Um, we are here to look at this week. It is the weird one. It's the double one. I don't know what your league does. right? The standard is and should be that week 18 and 19 are combined together. This is where where numbering weeks always annoys me because people say, oh, playoff weeks. You know, we, oh, my playoffs are week 21, week 20. Well, does that mean that week 18 is a two-week week? Does week 18, week 19 get smooshed in and called week 18 slash 19? What do you actually mean? Now, in most cases, these next two weeks get smooshed in to mean week 18. So real life week 20 in the NBA is fantasy week 19, and it mucks everything up. That is why whenever I'm talking fantasy playoff dates, I'll never say weeks. I'll always say dates because there is no ambiguity with that, whereas talking weeks can get confusing. So just so you're aware of that. I'm going to be talking though today about week 18 from a fantasy perspective. So going through from Monday the 14th of February, happy Valentine's Day, through to Sunday the 27th of February. It's a two-week period, a two-week matchup. Your league might have one-week matchups. It's a shit way to go about it. You should always smush these into one week. So we're talking from the 14th through to the 27th. It's basically just like a regular week of fantasy basketball. It's just played out out of 14 days. There are eight game days on. So it's not like we're playing 10 games. It's not this huge week. A regular week, of course, has seven. Shout out to the calendar. But this fantasy week, even though it's over a 14-day period, there's only eight game days. So it is marginally bigger, 14% bigger, in fact, than a regular week. Eight games or eight days of games for the week. Monday through to Thursday, Thursday through the through to Sunday. That's what we're talking about. The other thing, well, I'll get to, uh, I'll talk about it now. Is make, just have a look at what your league does because the the majority of leagues your weekly ads for this week will remain the same. You play week 18, you have four ads, you'll have four ads. It won't give you eight ads, although some sites and some settings will. It really just depends. It shouldn't give you eight ads because, again, we're playing one extra day, not seven extra days. You don't need to double it because it's double the time frame because half of those days, or you know, not, not half, but close to them, we're sitting around doing nothing. There's no games on. So in general, what I'm going to say today is based on a double week smushed into one week 18, a week where your ads remain the same, where you have the four ads. But I will talk about what, well, what happens if you don't have the ads stay the same. Look, if you get double your ads, well, that's easy. You just stream every day, like simple stuff. It's basically like having unlimited streams. You've got one for every day of the week. 
And if you're in the league where you normally have seven streams for the week, you're going to have 14 for the week. And you can just go ham on it. You can you know, have two streaming spots and really work through and get some extra games in. But for what a majority majority of what I'm saying is four ads over the two-week period. That is what we're here to talk about. I hope all that is as clear as it possibly can be. Warney's been waiting patiently. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right. Let's have a look at how it plays out. There are nine teams that play five games <clears throat> over this time frame as my voice dies. The Nuggets, the Suns, the Clippers, the Celtics, the Wizards, the Nets, the Rockets, the Pelicans, and the Pistons. Those nine teams all play five games over this time frame. The Clippers and the Pelicans, well, all five of their games are quality games. We'll talk about quality games in a second. The vast majority of teams over this two-week time frame play 18, or play four, no, I didn't, they don't play 18, they play four. There are 18 teams that play four games over this time frame, and there are three unlucky bastards that play just three games. Those three are the Magic, the Cavs, and the Lakers. That is not a great situation when nine teams are playing five and you're playing three. That's going to make it really hard for a lot of those guys on those teams, your fringy sort of players, to be startable. It, it is going to make it tough, quite obviously, given the, the disparity there between how many, like the 27 teams are playing four or more and you're sitting at the bottom there playing three. That is, uh, that's pretty rough stuff. Let's look at how the schedule does break out. We've got almost a perfect streaming week. Nine games on Monday, seven on Tuesday, 11 on Wednesday. There's your only non-quality game that Wednesday with 11 games. Hard to stream for 11. Five on Thursday. Then we have the All-Star break. And then we come back the following Thursday where we have seven games, nine on the Friday, seven on the Saturday, and eight on the Sunday. So out of the eight days there, we're streaming seven of those days. That should be, I think, relatively straightforward. We're looking at streaming on all those days apart from the Wednesday. If we go back again to look at the team schedule, the Pelicans with five and the Clippers with five, they play all five of those on the uh, low volume days. So they've got a strong schedule. The Hornets, the Heat, the Sixers and the Bucks and the Mavericks, all four of their games, they play four and all four of them are on the low volume days. The Cavs, all three of their games are on the low-volume day. So their three-game schedule is a bit better than the Magic's three-game schedule and the Lakers' three-game schedule. Should have done this early, but let's do Kyrie Watch. The Nets play five games. That's sick. Three of them are at home. Uh-oh. Two games for Kyrie. He plays one in the first half of the week on Wednesday. Actually, it's not true. Kyrie doesn't even do that. Kyrie plays one game over the All-Star break period because what the road game is against the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Kyrie plays one game over this time frame. That is, um, yeah, that is not great, is it? And then, and then heading into the week after that, he's got a game on the road at Toronto, which he can't play. So two road games coming up, you can't play in. This is a rough schedule for Kyrie. You got the game on Monday, that he can play against the... Uh, sorry, you know, he can't play that one against the Kings because that one is at home. So I've got, to, uh, I've got to adjust that one. Wow, so he's out for that one as well. Um, so he's got one game. There you go. One game for Kyrie. And it comes uh, against the Bucks on the 26th of February. That is very, very bad. Very bad. 
So yeah, um, this is why when he had that nice stretch of road games on that big road trip, you're trying to trade him away. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with this New York City mandate. I don't believe it's going to change, but we don't know, right? I know the New York State one, they're going to do that, but the city is a little bit different and it hasn't happened yet. It might happen. I know it's a risk that you trade him away and then he comes back and plays every game. I just, at this point, I would have to expect that it's not going to happen. But yeah, we don't know, do we? But what I do know is that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It is jam-packed full of flavor. It's jam-packed full of protein, but it's remarkably low in calories and fat and sugar. And we're all trying to jack up our arms, our legs, our abs, our muscles without jacking up our calorie count for the day. And Built Bar has you covered. You go get a candy bar. We know it tastes great. It's, I'm not bullshitting you. Candy bars, they taste good, but they're not good for you. Built Bar tastes just like that, but it's low in fat and low in sugar and low in carbs. So why don't you get some? Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 in case my accent confuses you. And it's built.com, B-U-I-L-T, like the past tense of build. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, save yourself 15% on your boxes of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. All right, let's look at some streaming options. Again, as I said, we're doing all days apart from Wednesday here. That's the only day that's above well, you know, double-digit games, 11 games on that Wednesday. So we've got seven days where we can stream. But again, as I said earlier, check your league to see where your ads are. Check your league to see how many ads you get, and that will give you a better idea of how you can approach this week. But let's look at where back-to-backs sit for the week. We've got a lot of days here, of course. We're not going to count Wednesday because of the 11 games on there. So Monday to Tuesday... The Clippers, Pelicans, and Bucks. They've got a nice little, nice little sexy back-to-back to start things off. All right, that, that gets us going. Good start to the week. Actually, before I do that, what about leading in the Sunday-Monday combination? Does anyone have that combination? No, because there's only two teams, that, or only two games on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. So you don't have the, uh, the cheating lead in to the start of the week. All right, so we can ignore that part of it. So to start things off, we've got Clippers, Pelicans, Bucks. Then Tuesday, Thursday... Bookending the Wednesday, you got Clippers, Pelicans, Hornets, Heat, Sixers, Bucks, Mavs. You'll see the same names there: Clippers, Pelicans, Bucks. So they play three games in four nights before the All Star break, and don't play on high volume Wednesday. Remember that. The only team that has the Thursday, Thursday, so the last game before the break and the first game um, after the break, the only team that has that combo is the Brooklyn Nets. Then you got Thursday to Friday in week. T- Week two of this group, Suns, Wolves, and Thunder. Friday, Saturday, Wizards, Raptors, Heat, and Spurs. And then the weekend back-to-back, which you don't get many of usually, Nuggets, Celtics, and Pistons have that combination. Streaming plans, an interesting one for this week. Um, all right, so there are two ways. Again, this, this is going to depend <clears throat> on how many ads you get. I'm going to base this on having four ads which is how I think most leagues will go, but some will, some will double it. And if you double it, you're just trying to you know, go ham, add one person each day. Um, you know, if you've got that one streaming spot, if you've got two streaming spots, then you can actually maximize it and get a lot more games in. But honestly, the most games you can get in using one streaming spot with four ads, you can get seven games through that one spot for the week. So it is worth your while to take advantage of that. If you start off the week, on Monday, using your streaming spot to add a Clippers player or a Pelicans player or a Bucks player, which I should have mentioned. Um, yeah, a, a Bucks guy. You can get them on that Monday, Tuesday, Thursday combination. 
So we know there's a bunch of Clippers. Who they are going to be, I don't know. Hartenstein, Zubats, Canard, Mann, Batum, Morris, Covington, um, uh, Reggie Jackson. Well, most Some of those guys are already rostered. But there's a lot of options there. Pelicans, yeah, Jackson Hayes, Devontae Graham. It's not many of those waiver wire players. Hayes is probably the closest there. Buck, you're looking at Grayson Allen as a great ad. Three games, one ad to start the week. And then, so if you do that, that's three games with one ad. Now, what you can do then is after the All-Star break, you can take one player from the Nuggets, Suns, Celtics, or Pistons. They have three games in four nights and get six games for the price of two ads. Now, the advantage to this streaming system, you get the six games from one spot with two ads, but it gives you two other ads for the week to add, hey, I'm going to speculate on this guy. I'm going to drop someone else that's underperforming. I'm going to open up two streaming spots for the week. Which at this point, you know, if someone's a player that's 130th, 140th on your roster, churn through them. You can get a lot more out of that spot than just holding on to that guy unless they've got really high upside. If they're a low upside player, shout out to Monty Morris, then holding on to that guy through these times when you can actually, you've got a situation here where you can actually stream two spots and get good use out of it. Like you could theoretically have two streaming spots, add two Clippers, Pelicans, Bucks to start the week, and then add two of someone from Nuggets, Suns, Celtics, uh, Pistons towards the end of the week, two streaming spots, four ads, 12 games. Like it, it's a lot. It's, it's a big bonus there. Um, the other way you can do it is looking at the Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday combination. So Clippers, Pelicans, Bucks, then streaming a Nets player on the Thursday to Thursday. And there's a lot of guys there. Centers, Drummond, Aldridge, Claxon, if they're playing, Cam Thomas, Pat Mills. Then you can go the Friday, Saturday combo. So add a Wizards, Raptors, Heat, Spurs guy, and then stream your last day on a Sunday. So that's one roster spot, four ads, seven games. That's if you don't want to sacrifice the second roster spot or have that additional ad available to grab someone whose value might appear, which is what that first option gives you. Let's go through to the front and backloading situation. We're looking at pre and post All-Star here as to how this all could pan out. So before the All-Star break, the following teams have three games. The Wizards, the Nets, the Bucks, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Rockets. Three games in four nights for all of those. Now, the Wizards, the Nets... And the Rockets play three games, but one of those games is on a Wednesday. I've already touched on the, the Bucks, Clippers, and, and Pelicans having the three perfect schedule to start the week. After the All-Star break, break, Nuggets, Celtics, Suns, Pistons are the only four teams that have three games. Oh, I actually didn't mention this, sorry. Pre-All-Star break, the Cavs and Lakers have one game. That's rough, man. You have one game waiting through until Thursday, the whatever that date is. 26th, I think it is. Or 20, 20, no, 26th. 7, 6, 5, 24th, Thursday, 24th of February. You've got one game from your Cavs and Lakers players through to the 24th. Um, after the All-Star break, the Magic and the Bucks have only one game in, that, in those last four days. So after they play their last game of the week on the Thursday or Bucks or Magic on the Wednesday, it's a, it's a rough wait for games. So that's how we're looking at how the schedule plays out. But I don't need to tell you how BetOnline plays out because BetOnline, it's here. Football season is basically over. One game left. Basketball's in full stream, both pro and college hoops. So from the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. I don't know whether that's got to do with anything. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. 
Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So let's look for weekly leagues. Again, check how your settings go. Most weekly leagues will um, have you set your lineup for Monday, and then you can't change it for the next two weeks. Some will enable you to be able to change it midstream. That's just going to depend on your league. I'm going to be talking about if we're assuming that we set it at the start of week 18 and we just play through. So these guys are all guys to look to add. Their five-game weeks help them. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Nico Batum, JaVale McGee and Jay Crowder, Isaiah Hartenstein, maybe, fingers crossed, hopefully, who knows? Could he play 25 minutes a night for five games? Yeah. Could he play a combined 25 minutes over five games? Maybe. I honestly don't know. It's a tough one. Thad Young's got four games. He's an interesting ad. Grayson Allen with four games is an interesting ad with Pat Connaughton now out and Dante DiVincenzo traded. If you're looking at guys in weekly leagues, this is for category leagues, by the way, guys that you can sit. Well, we're obviously sitting Kyrie with his one game. Um, Karis Levert, only three games there. Malik Monk, only three. Davion Mitchell, there's four for the Kings, but the uncertainty with the minutes and some of his inefficiency issues, I'd consider sitting. Kevin Love, Spencer Dinwiddie in Dallas, Rashawn Holmes, I I wouldn't, I know a lot of people say, oh, we'll just hold Holmes. We'll see what happens. We saw what happened. He played 12 minutes first game behind Sabonis. And while 12 won't be what he usually does, I honestly just don't see them playing the floor or sharing the floor enough together to give Holmes 25 minutes. Like we were all, you know, pissed. My God, Rashawn Holmes, why isn't he playing 23 minutes? I'm going to drop him, all right? 23 minutes a night at this point is not enough for Rashawn Holmes. We need 28 minutes a night. And there is, I don't see any way that he gets 28 a night. So it's not about, oh, he just carves out a little bit next to Sabonis and plays, you know, 22 a night because he was playing 22 and not one person who had him rostered playing 22 minutes was happy about it. That was like, this is, I need to drop him, but I'll just hold for the deadline. So I know a lot of you are still holding and I know he was great. I I, I, I had him, I dropped him, he's gone. See you later. If you, if you disagree with that, like by all means, use your own thought. That's what everything's about here. If you think that he's going to be able to get those minutes or he's going to push back in, someone told me that they think they're going to bench Sabonis for him, which honestly, there was probably a urine dribble in my pants. Like I definitely pissed him because that, that's just not going to happen, right? I can I, I can be, I, I'm not 100% guarantee on a lot of things because you can't be. That, that I can be. I'm telling you now, Rashawn Holmes is not starting over DeMontis Sabonis. That is not happening. Um, but yeah, so it is hard for me to consider him like a, a guy to hold. And I hope those reasons make sense. Chris Boucher, also a guy to sit, I think. Um, only four games for the Raps and the arrival of Thad Young hurts him. And then Mason Plumley with Montrez Harrell, PJ Washington. Too many unknowns there for me. For points leagues, guys we can add. Yep, I know. It, it could be risky. The delicate dance at Alperen Sengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. But he plays five games. He might play 125 minutes over this time frame. He'll have some stinkers. He'll be inconsistent. He'll have some rough nights. There is no doubt that. I would not leave him on the wire. But if you don't want to, that's fine. But again, if he doesn't start to play well, I'll piss him off. But for now, yeah, he's a hold. I've got no problem with holding him for now. And I think you absolutely should. But we'll see where that, you know, does that change later on? Probably. I guess we'll find out. Um, Patrick Beverly, always going to be an ad for me. Justice Winslow, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Devin Vassell, must roster everywhere, everywhere. Cam Thomas, because Kyrie is going to be out for every one of these games, basically. We don't know how many of them Ben Simmons is going to play, and Kevin Durant is going to be out. So there's an opportunity. Curry will return, or arrive, or debut, or however you want to phrase it. But there is some value there for Thomas. Ayo Desunmu, 
and JaVale McGee. Um, weekly league players that you can sit. Kyrie, we talked about his, what, one game. Uh, Jordan Poole, Mo Bumba, Spencer Dinwiddie, Malik Monk, Reggie Bullock, and Kevin Love. That will do it for me today. I'll be back later on with a What to Watch For show. There'll be a lot of repeated names. And I'm telling you now, there's only two games, and we're going to look at each category and points leagues of who we can stream in for Super Bowl Sunday. Remember, get your lineup set early. Guys, thank you for following this podcast. And if you aren't, do it now. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app on YouTube. Thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.